Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Unlaced with Chalk and Bates. I'm Madison Chalk. And I'm Evan Bates, and we're Olympic ice dancers for Team USA. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. So we are heading back to the Olympic Games in just over a week. Woohoo! And we are incredibly excited for the next few weeks. Being named to the Olympic team again has has us reminiscing about our favorite Olympic memories from our past. Luckily for us, we have Olympic memories from the uh, past. This yes. will be our third trip to the Games together. Can you believe? I am pinching myself right now. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Well, we thought it'd be fun to share some of our favorite stories from our past games this in this week's episode. What do you think, Evan? I think that sounds great. Let's go down memory lane. Oh, let's go. Just a hop, skip it, and jump away. Down our Olympic memory lane. Well, Evan, let's start with you. Since okay. your first Olympic Games predates mine in 2010, what memories do you have or what's a a fun story maybe from your first olympics in vancouver well 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 (laughs) it predates a lot of things (laughs) (laughs) i have so many good memories from those games i really don't even know what to share i'd say walking in the opening ceremonies is a clear favorite Mm -hmm. it's right at the beginning of the games pretty much within the first couple days of arrival. Excitement level is usually at 100. So that, plus when you get all your apparel, like when you get your kit. Mm, team processing. Also happens right at the beginning, and it's just sort of like Christmas on steroids. Mm-hmm. So those two are probably the most fun memories. But in Vancouver, I have so many great memories because it's just kind of the first experience is always the best, I would say. It's... Everything's new. I was 20 years old. I was running around like all the NHL players were there and Charlie White and I were super excited. We chased down a bunch of the Red Wings players (laughs) in the cafeteria and asked for photos. And just being on the team with some of my idols like Tanith and Ben and Johnny Weir and Evan Lysacek. And it was so fun. We, We stayed in an apartment. Well, they became apartments. It was the village, but they were like high-rise apartments. So we stayed. I shared a room with Charlie, and then Ben Augusto and Jeremy Abbott stayed in the other bedroom. So we had our little apartment. I brought my Xbox. What a fun group. It was so fun. Tanith like went out. She left the village and went shopping somewhere, and she came back with all these uh, accoutrements (laughs) to make our apartment so much better. Is that the right word? Oh, classic Tanith. So thoughtful. (laughs) She like brought a throw rug and pillows and stickers on the wall and she like decorated our room and she bought an xbox game for us which was like the winter olympics game on xbox (laughs) that we could play and i just were you guys in there could you be yourselves (laughs) i don't think so i don't think fun i don't think so but we just had so much fun bonding i remember like hanging out with ben augusto a ton and 
Yeah, weren't you guys playing guitar? Or was there Guitar Hero? I, I remember something about a guitar in your... He played a lot of guitar. Story. I think he brought a guitar. And, and okay, after the competition was. was over, we we also had a ton of social fun. And those memories are the best. And you, you know what else? You've had three birthdays so far at the Olympic Games. Because your birthday just falls right in that sweet spot in February when the Winter Olympics are held. It's true. I... I'm so lucky. Like those three birthdays are so memorable because, you know, you're at the Olympics and we've we've had, it's usually always after we're done competing and we'll have a gathering at Team USA house, not for my birthday, just, you know, to celebrate the end of the Olympics. And it just so happens to be my birthday every four years at that time. Go figure. Blessed by the birthday gods. But this year it won't be. This year the games are over before my birthday. So I know. Thank we'll goodness. For thank me, goodness. because <laughs> thank goodness for me, because I I'm remember so in your birthdays at the Olympics. <laughs> no. Because it's so difficult to bring a birthday gift for you to the Olympics or have it shipped. Um, Don't worry about because I love giving you birthday gifts on your birthday. And in Pyeongchang, I had a really hard time. I wanted to get you this like, well, you got it, so I can say what it is like a customized like guitar strap for the oh, Olympics yeah. and your birthday. That was really nice. And I was like trying to get it shipped to Korea. But it was just very tricky, so I ended up giving it to you after your birthday. But wah, wah, it's more fun to get a present right on your birthday. But that's how I feel about Valentine's Day at the Olympics. It's usually in the middle of our competition, and it's kind of like not at the forefront of my mind at that time. Mm. And this year we'll be competing on Valentine's Day, so either I need to do some uh, planning, or you it might not. You might I mean, not I just want. A great much. skate on Valentine's Day and maybe some chocolates. So <laughs> that would make me just the happiest person in the world. Okay. We'll go for that. Noted. All right. Chocolate-covered macadamia nuts, if you can procure them. But I know that's a bit of a tall order because they're hard to find. Are they? I don't know. You know the ones I'm talking about? The Hawaiian host ones? Oh, they're so good. They're from Hawaii. Anyways. Those might be hard to find in China. Tall order, perhaps another year. But um, what about you, Maddie? Just had a Do you craving. have some Olympic <laughs> memories that you want to share? Your first games in Sochi. Oh, I do. Like you said, the opening ceremonies are so special. I have such vivid memories from that. It being my first time walking, and I remember I was so excited. I didn't even realize I started like running when we got to the tunnel to get to the opening, and I feel this hand on my shoulder just like dragging me back. And it was you. You were like, "Stop! Please slow down and enjoy this. Do not sprint all the way around." And I was like, "Yes, good idea." I was idea. impressed by your speed. I mean, you came out of the tunnel, <laughs> took off, burst out of the tunnel like you were a track and field athlete in the summer games, and I was just like, "I think whoa, maybe whoa, whoa. you'd appreciate." taking your time a little bit more yes so uh, your wisdom you. was so appreciated in that moment do you remember the sweaters we were wearing yes at the time i was like these are interesting and now looking back i'm like those were really cool i i i really love them as as time went on and yeah love those sweaters they photographed so well i thought the team looked incredible in the photos and they were very cozy mm -hmm. thank you ralph lauren good looking out yeah what else from your experience in Sochi stands out. Oh, team processing was a true highlight. Um, so I know that wasn't the, right in Sochi, but like you said, yeah, the apparel, I mean, it's so exciting. A Christmas on steroids, getting to try everything on with all of the other new Olympians and veteran Olympians. It, <laughs> it's just, 
so fun. Um, let's see what else. Sochi. Well, so those are like we both basically just said the same exact thing, right? Okay. Like we both I, love I can, opening ceremonies and team processing, which is which is understandable. Maybe we should share some other stories that aren't just so rosy. Like, do you have any stories? I know I do. Oh, stories. I have one. Our first practice in the main rink in Sochi. I remember skating out across the ice and our coach stopped us right before we got going and he was just like take a minute before you start going and just soak in the rink skate over the rings just enjoy this moment this is your first olympic practice and i was like oh wow so really it's it's really about enjoying all the firsts i would say in my stories That's i think it, it was so vivid and oh yeah i also remember riding bikes in Sochi, those were so cool. Team USA had... I thought we weren't allowed to ride bikes. I mean, we were after we competed. And before, it was only because uh, one of the skaters on the team <laughs> fell off a bike. And then we were all not allowed to ride the bikes for until we were done. Um, but then once the event was done, I was riding bikes all over the place. So it was a good call, I think, of course. Keep it safe if you're not used to riding bikes, but then... It's a good way to get around the village because the village is huge. What about yeah. you? What about me? Um, okay, like this story is so, <laughs> I mean, so bad and uh, embarrassing, but... But it's hilarious. So, yeah. And you've I learned so much and grown so much since then. So. I don't really know how this happened, but <laughs> I can only bullshit. piece it together <laughs> afterwards. But Well, let me lead with this. It, it was your 21st birthday and you were in Vancouver for the games. And go. Well, after we were done competing, we had so much fun, like socializing and going out in Vancouver. And downtown Vancouver was just an absolute great, fun place to be at that time. And I was turning 21 and we were having a lot of fun. And somewhere along the way, I think I went out and I, I'm pretty sure that I like just stepped in dog poop at some point, <laughs> somewhere. Didn't know about it. And then I came trudging back into the village, came back into the apartment and, you know, walked around the apartment. <laughs> and um, my closing ceremony outfit was just like on the floor as as it would be for a 21-year-old boy to just throw his clothes around like that. And They were white pants. They were white pants. And I didn't really realize until it was time to get ready for the closing ceremony. And I got dressed and we're on a really you know, tight time frame and I put on my white pants and I noticed there's a stain on them and then I like <laughs> investigate further and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it smells like doo-doo. <laughs> so there I am in my closing ceremony outfit at my first Olympics and I've got dog poop on my white Ralph Lauren pants and it is time to get ready to go. So Oh, man. Obviously, you can't show up looking and smelling like that. So I raced <laughs> no. to the laundromat. And luckily, they have a laundromat in the village. But you're not allowed. You're, you have to do your own laundry. But there was somebody there. And I just explained the situation. And she was kind enough to do the laundry for me while oh, I raced back and got her. the rest of my stuff ready. And I ended up... Looking pretty fresh. Smelling fresh. Smelling fresh. Looking, looking fresh. fresh. But that was just... A crazy experience just soiling my pants at my first closing ceremonies. Oh, nuts. <laughs> not a look you want to go for. Uh, yeah, brown mean, is not the new white. 
Anyways, great story. So happy you shared. Sorry for my hysterical laughter. I've heard that story many times, but every time it just gets me because it's because it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so unique. Anyways, you learned a lot since then. I can say that you did haven't... I though? Because in Pyeongchang, also, <laughs> I mean, this is not as bad, but yeah. I completely put on like the wrong sweater, the wrong outfit, and they always give us these. Very detailed instructions on exactly what to wear, exactly how you're supposed to tie your tie or wear the socks, what angle to, you know, put your hat. And and then I just like, I don't know, just put on the wrong sweater completely. We all go down and meet up (laughs) hundreds of athletes wearing identical clothes. And I like look down at myself and I'm like, nope, that's not the right sweater. That's for the opening ceremony. You already wore that, buddy. So I just, again, raced back to the room, put on the other sweater. And got and got back and it was fine. But all right, I'm gonna keep an, a closer eye on you this this time around for the closing ceremony. <laughs> I need someone to help me get dressed. <laughs> oh, okay, noted. <laughs> Speaking of uh, closing out the ceremonies, I remember in Sochi, we were all leaving, getting ready to get on the bus. Our suitcases were packed, and I was like, I have time to go to McDonald's and get some to go snacks for myself and my friends. So I, I walk through little the park to McDonald's, get my McDonald's. I come back. I'm trying to hop on a bike with all the McDonald's. I get a call and they're like, where are you? The The bus is here. And I was like, <gasps> and it's still like a 10 minute walk. So I'm, I'm getting on this bike and I couldn't hold the McDonald's and get on the bike at the same time. So I had to sacrifice the McFlurry, the fries, the burgers, all the snacks for my friends. Just get just on the bike. Them? I just, I had to ditch them. And it's wasteful. Well, I mean, yeah, it is wasteful. <laughs> but what could I do? I wasn't going to be stuck Get in. Left in Sochi. Left in Sochi just so I could eat my McDonald's. So. But they drove us to the airport and then they left us there for a really long time to wait for our flight. I know. And the horrible thing was I got there and nobody was even on the bus yet. And I was like, what the heck, guys? Why'd you freak me out? I left all my McDonald's and it came racing here. But anyways, yeah, a McFlurry... It was never forgotten. Hmm. What about in Pyeongchang when you got like, what did you get? Dust in your eye or something? Oh my gosh. Yes. In Pyeongchang. There were crazy windstorms. There were crazy windstorms. Even like banners were blowing off of buildings, like huge ones that covered multiple floors. And um, anyways, we were, had to walk through the windstorm, obviously to like go to practice and go to the cafeteria. And I was wearing sunglasses, but I mean, like the wind was so strong some debris still found its way into my eyeball and um, it just kept getting irritated and irritated and it was swelling up pretty bad. So I had to go to the the doctor. They have like a medical um, center in the village for athletes for emergencies. And boy, am I happy they do have that Um, because I went in and I actually had to have a small procedure on my eye to remove the debris. And I remember it was so stressful. It was like the day before the rhythm dance and um, I go in and I'm just like shaking and terrified and nervous because you can't really like sedate yourself or you can't be sedated or like you have to have your eye open essentially to get the debris out. So I was laying there on the table with this like surgical tent. uh, I don't know what surgical covering over my eye and I can see the doctor coming towards my eye with the little scalpel to remove Yikes. the debris. And oh my gosh, it was 
definitely more stressful than skating. Yeah, I remember you had like a full-on panic attack. Yeah, I had never had a panic attack before, but I remember like my my limbs just went numb. I was just shaking. I couldn't breathe. Like I was terrified and so stressed. But the doctors were amazing. He removed it easily. And I was like literally on the way to the press conference that we were yeah. <laughs> to give like right before the competition starts. So we're like, we had to go right to the like world media center. Yeah. And I couldn't put any makeup over it because hundreds of journalists, it was like, it had just been worked on. So I couldn't put like any mascara or eye makeup. And, uh, so one eye was really red and puffy and, uh, yeah, I was like, all right, these pictures are going to be great. <laughs> these videos going out across the world are going to be amazing. <laughs> but, um, it, it, the swelling went down. I was able to wear makeup for both our programs and all's well. All was well. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. You really don't. And you just got to be ready for anything and be adaptable and try not to have a panic attack. But it, it, it was hard. It was it was hard not to. And I don't well, blame get dog poo on your any of your ceremony outfits. You know what? That, that's true. That is true. Silver lining. Silver lining. No dog poo on me. Dog poo on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So many fun memories. <laughs> some funny, some stressful, <laughs> but all part of the experience. And I'm so glad that all of those things happened because they're just wonderful little treasures to look back on. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to making some new memories with you in Beijing when we head over in a couple weeks. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it so much. Keep an eye on me for the closing ceremonies. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep close tabs on Evan's outfits for the closing. <laughs> It'll be like one of those comparison pictures. Okay, is he wearing it right? <laughs> I'll have a little checklist for you. Yep. It'll be great. You'll look amazing. I, I, I hope so. With help, maybe. Yes. It's going to be so fun to have 20 other skaters from Montreal there with us. Yeah, the Ice Academy of Montreal has qualified 11 teams to go to the Olympic Games. for the 2022 Olympics. Wow, that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. 22 skaters for 2022 Olympics. Yep. Symbolism. It's going to be great, and we're looking Love forward it. to it. Good luck to everyone going, and have follow fun along. watching, follow along. You can follow the rest of our journey on our Instagram pages and Follow us on social media at Chalk Bates. This has been an episode of Unlaced with Chalk and Bates. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube